It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Hey, Danny Brewer here, and now I'm joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School head coach Colby Tackett. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm good. You know, we got sunshine going on. It's going to be, I think, in the 70s. Uh, maybe I can hit the swimming pool later. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's all good. That's how I know y'all are from Tennessee. Y'all say 70s and you get in the pool. In Florida, we'd be wearing a sweater. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, that's kind of the, the little bit of the, the difference there. Uh, because for me, of course, I'm kind of a polar bear guy. If it's uh, if it's uh, sunshiny, then I can kind of get in there. <laughs> Not for long, but I'm in there, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about last night's game. 30-12 to 12 Cougar win over Wayne County. Uh, t- talk a little bit about the game last night, Coach. Yeah, I thought the uh, offense really played well. Uh, you know, getting 24 points in, in, in the first half kind of got back to what we did. Um, <clears throat> thought defense played really well. Um, you know, what they do, they're, they're a ball control team. Um, defense, you know, they bowed up when they need to. You know, I think they – they had double the amount of plays and double the amount of time of possession, and they only had 12 points out of it. So, um, you know, overall, it was it was a good, uh, good clean, uh, good clean win for us last night. Coach, uh, talk a little bit about the defense, because obviously, if, if they had the time of possession in their favor and, and the plays ran in their favor, but your defense stood tall. I think the kid uh, Jackson Highfield 12 tackles last night. Oh, I, Jackson Highfield, uh, you know. He's been playing alongside with Brooks Jones at the linebacker spot and Seth Harris. You know, all three of those guys are juniors. You know, I don't think that gets talked about enough. Like that, they're all they're all relatively young still. Um, but Jackson Heifel has been great for us this season. He was great for us last season. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to see him have success. Uh, but yeah, defense played well. You know, they got a pick six to end the half. Eli Wilson had a 90 yard interception return for a touchdown. Um, so anytime you get points with with the defense. Um, we're doing something right, so really proud of the way they, they perform. So if your linebackers are registering those type tackles, that means your defense is doing its job as far as up front and all that, right? Yeah, it means up. Yeah, the D line, you know, it's kind of the the, un, the the stat that doesn't get talked about. It means they're eating up blocks so the linebackers can make plays, and and usually if you have a D line that can eat up blockers um, and let those guys up, you know flow, um, you're going to have success. And, and so the D line did a great job with that last night. So you mentioned Eli Wilson had the 90-yard interception return. Pick six is always good. But also, I think the kid had a pretty good night running the football. Yeah, he did. We did. And, uh, I mean, we, just, it, we knew we, we were going to have limited opportunities. I mean, they were uh, – I think they threw – you know, I think it was three passes on the night total. Um, and uh, they were snapping the ball with the play clock at about two seconds the entire night. So we, and we knew that was going to be their plan. So um, when we got the opportunity on offense to, to get the ball, um, he definitely made the most of it. And, and I think the guys up front uh, really, really are starting to click. That's, uh, it's been you know two weeks in a row where they've really started to play well, really physical, not a lot of penalties. So that's what you want this time of year. 12 carries, 115 yards, and a touchdown for Wilson. Very yeah. impressive statistics there. Absolutely. He's, uh, uh, again, i I got to get this going. i, I I think he's one of the best players in our classification. Um, yeah, can't say enough good things about him. 
So, of course, we're going to be on the Wilson train here for just a little bit longer. 115 yards rushing, but three catches for 75 yards and a TD also. So, I mean, that means he had a touchdown rushing, a yeah. touchdown receiving, and a touchdown on defense, right? <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even register that until just now. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, and and you know, we're fortunate that you know he had a good night. I'm really proud of our offensive line. They they were great in protection. Uh, I don't even think they had a quarterback hurry. Uh, Yates Garen probably had his best game of the season. Really, really threw the ball well. Um, what I love is that Yates took a, a week of, of coaching. We, we had a really good plan for him, and, and he executed it um, really, really well. Uh, just, you know, overall, kids, kids did a great job. Uh, talk about Yates and his development as a quarterback because obviously that's kind of the – well, not necessarily the focal point of any offense, but he's, he's looked at as the leader, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I've said it on this show a few times. You know, everybody, everybody thinks that they can tell him what to do, and you know, every quarterback should do this, that, and the other. But you know, really, less than one percent of the people actually even played played the quarterback position. It's the most scrutinized. But you know, a lot of people never even have been in those shoes. So he he just keeps working. Uh, he doesn't get too high on himself. Doesn't get too low. And uh, he's really starting to see the fruits of his labor as a coach. It's it's really good to see. So when we look at the bigger picture. Eight and one heading into the final week of the regular season. You've got to be awfully proud of Middle Tennessee Christian as it stands right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, you talk about culture and kids buying in, and uh, you know, kids just play so hard. Uh, at the end of the day, I don't really care about the wins losses as long as we're giving our maximum effort. And and I really think we're starting to to get uh, great effort out of our kids. And, and luckily, we've had some good results that, that follow that. People like to be a part of a winter coach. There's there's no doubt about that. Talk about the culture that has been created around Middle Tennessee Christian School because the football program has been pretty good there for a while now. So talk about how you have cultivated that and what's going on over there when it's when it's football Friday night. Yeah, I mean, I think it starts with the uh, assistant coaches that we have. And we've been fortunate to bring in a lot of really, really good guys that pour in a lot of their time uh, to these kids. And, um, you know, obviously – um, they they do a great job of, of holding you know our standard and what we see and um, so you know, obviously we don't have the success without without the, the coaches and the players are bought in you know we're not gonna we're not gonna change our standards based off of who's in there or you know who's injured or what you know it's gonna be this this is the way it's gonna be and and we believe that you know you don't lower the bar for anybody but you set the bar high and 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 usually when you set the bar high kids can reach those expectations and and they've done that uh, they just kind of know. This is what you're going to get, and then they do it. Um, they're, they're great kids. I, I can't say enough about them. Just their character. Um, I'm just super proud of them. Coach, how many kids you got on your roster? Uh, we got 42. 42. You know, when people think back, because I, I, obviously I've been around here a long time, when you think back about Middle Tennessee Christian School, you know, the roster was not nearly 42 kids. So when yeah. you have that kind of turnout, what does that say about – Middle Tennessee Christian School and their commitment to, to a football program. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like you said earlier, you know, I think people like to be a part of success, um, but I don't always define success as wins and losses. And we've been fortunate to have wins, but I think success, success for us is just being a part of something bigger than yourself. That's what we tell them all the time. Um, you only get four years of high school football, and um, you know, we got some guys on our staff that played collegiately, and we all tell them like, "Hey, man." We remember the college games, but there's nothing quite like Friday Night Lights. And kids are starting to see that. Um, and it's kids that you don't even know 
Uh, you, you never know if they're even going to play it down, but but they're buying into what we're asking them in the classroom, uh, outside of school, uh, and then on the field. So, um, yeah, su- super super blessed to, to to have that roster size. When you think about the camaraderie and and all these things that you just touched on, it, those are one of the things that are, are the great values of coaching. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's one of the one of the great values I would say, but it's definitely up there. So, coach. We're going to turn the page here. We're going to talk about this coming week. Friendship Christian showdown for first place next Thursday night. How about that? Yeah, it's you know you when you get the schedule um, back at you know you look at it in, in January, February, March. You kind of talk like, man, that Thursday night game could be. It's got the potential, and um, you know I guess it's here. <laughs> <laughs> so as 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 you move forward, shorter week. Mm-hmm. Does does that affect how you prepare? Yeah, we we're actually uh, about to head down to the office right now, uh, so we'll be in the office all day Saturday. We'll have practice on Sunday, and, we'll, and we we start. They only get one day rest, so um, yeah, it's definitely a shorter week. But guess what? They got to do it too. So yeah, it's all you know, it's part of it. So I I know you may not talk about it a whole lot because you know it it, it doesn't matter. You still got to line up and play, but. The gravity of of this, well, like I said, a chance to go on the road and walk out of their district champs. Got to be awful proud, and, and and I'm sure you'll have no problems with your with motivation for your players this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's awesome that we get to be in a situation where we're playing meaningful meaningful football at the end of the year. Um, you know, I've told our guys, you know, you want to play meaningful football in in October and November, and and we get a chance to do that. But we're not going to overhype it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's one result. Um, you know, uh, I think. DCA and National Christian had to do this last year. They played for a, a region championship at the end of the game, and they end up playing each other again. And I'm not saying that will be the result this year. I'm just saying, you know, you, you can't get two up for one game because you know you still got to play games in the postseason after it. Well, I guess that's really the good news for for your team is it's not a do or die game. I mean, it it, it may be somewhat of a playoff game because the winner is district champ, yeah. uh, number one seed, all that stuff. But I guess the better news is. No matter what happens, you're going on to the second season. Yeah, I mean we're we're treating it like a preseason playoff game. This is a great way to get your mind right for the playoffs. I mean, it really is. Like you said, it's uh, it, it it's going to be playoff like atmosphere. It's going to be you know elite competition that we're up against. That's everything about the playoffs. So um, that's kind of the theme this week: preseason playoff game. <laughs> so when you talk about Playing a team as good as they are for your preseason playoff game—that's got to be good as far as preparing you and, and and your staff and your whole team for what's to come. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when I when I first got here, all I had heard was friendship and friendship, and and they've had great success, and um, they're the standard. <laughs> they're kind of the gold standard that that uh, we want to chase. You know, we want to we want to be a part of that conversation. Um, I think we're building there, but they're absolutely the standard, and um, be a great challenge for us on on Thursday. So I'm not asking for you to divulge game plans or anything like that, but when you think about going into this game, is it more about Middle Tennessee Christian School being Middle Tennessee Christian School than trying to counteract what Friendship Christian does? You know, it's you know I, I, they get a lot of talk about their their receiver and their and their running back and their quarterback, rightfully so. But kind of what is going under the radar for them is their defense. Their defense is really sound, and so. Um, definitely there's an, an area of execution that we have to focus on, which, you know, kind of revolves around us. Um, but we also have to be very strategic in, 
and you know we know they're going to play good defense, so we try to have to you know limit limit those shot plays and those big big uh, chunk plays that they get uh, with, with their receivers and quarterbacks. So w- when you think about you know the the uh, ball control, is that something that you guys may try to do? Is try to exercise a little bit more ball control to keep their offense off the field? Well, I think we we that's just the nature of kind of how we are here anyway. You know, I'm not going to say it's you know we're not going to you know, snap the ball one second or anything like that. But we've always kind of, you know, take pride in being a ball control and sustained drives. And um, I think that'll be the emphasis this week. You know, we, we've got to put together extended drives because they're strong in special teams and they're strong on defense. So they're going to make you earn every yard on Friday night or Thursday night, excuse me. Coach, games like this usually come down to playmakers making plays. You, you feel yeah. confident about your playmakers? Yeah, I, I love my team. Um, regardless what happens Thursday, I'm still going to love them. And we're still going to be, we're still going to be solid going into the playoffs. So, um, you know they they've got they've got really good playmakers. I think we got really good playmakers. I've kind of said it all year. It's kind of like we're clones of each other. You know, we've got very comparable scores in some games. So um, I expect nothing less than just a dogfight come Thursday. A term that may be overused in football is the term complementary football. Mm-hmm. Is that something that's going to be key? You know, you you need good offense, good defense, and good special teams to win a game like this. We say it every week. We you talk about overuse. I probably I probably say it too much, but absolutely. You know the games like this are defined uh, on your turnovers, uh, your penalties, and your special teams most likely. So um, those are going to be three things that we we really try to focus on this week. Coach, as far as your special teams go, I know we talked about the Wayne County game. We talked about offense, talked about defense. Didn't talk about special teams at all. Uh, talk, talk a little bit about your special teams and what kind of role that they've played for you throughout the entire year, not only last night against Wayne County. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you know, the punt team this year has been exceptional. Uh, they have, um, they've been in situations where they're kind of backed up. And they flip the field um, on average. I think it's like 46 yards uh, on the punt. So we're we're doing a good job there on our punt team. Our kickoff team has been great. Uh, Jerick Reynolds has been able to really put the ball deep and kind of pin it, um, coming piggybacking off that complimentary football. When we make teams drive. You know, defense is on the field. And we're making those teams work, and offense can get on the field. Um, you know, we're just kind of grinding it out. That's that's kind of how we want to play. And so, um, kickoff team's been great. Kickoff return game's been good. Um, you know, we we didn't score a special teams touchdown last night, but we had the, for the prior two weeks. So, um, yeah, it's they've been fantastic. So when you can get points from special teams, you get points from defense. It makes your offense. Uh, it takes a little pressure off the offense, right? Yeah. Again. <laughs> Uh, you said we overuse complimentary, but like it really does. Like everything piggybacks off of each other. You know, it it relieves some tension when you have a guy that can return a punt or you know return a kick, or we can pin him at the ten. It just it, it helps everybody out as the game goes along. I'm going to cycle back to your linebackers for just a minute. You mentioned them; all three juniors uh, been playing really well. How important will they be? Because you know, in a game like this, being physical and punching somebody in the mouth is important, and that's oftentimes what those line, that linebacking crew can do. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. It, it's. I mean, yeah, they they have a great challenge. There's no doubt about it. They have a great challenge, and uh, you know, we're we're going to have to be really sound. Um, but it's a good group. It's a it's a group that is experienced. A lot of those guys played last year. They're playing a ton this year, and so um, they'll be up for it. Coach, I know that you've done some really, really good things over there at Middle Tennessee Christian School, and your record, the win-loss record shows it. And like you have touched on a couple of times, it's not all about the win-loss record. It's about doing the right things. Uh, talk about some of the things that are going on in some of the younger programs over there that are helping you as far as feeder system is concerned. Yeah, I mean, middle school football, you know, last year they, they had a two-win season. 
Um, they they worked really hard this off season, really really put themselves you know really in the summertime. Their summer program was really good. They turned around and had a five win season this year. So you'd like to see growth and, and development there, and they've done that. The fifth and sixth grade teams, uh, to my knowledge, uh, they haven't given up a touchdown all year, and so they're they're doing pretty well. Um, the third and fourth grade, you know, those guys are young. They're just learning the fundamentals of the game. But um, as far as our lower-level programs, yeah, they're, they're doing really well. Uh, you know, we're learning how to compete. And, and it's not always about winning, but that certainly doesn't hurt, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, when you talk about unscored upon, I mean, that's like some stuff that you would hear back in, like, the 1920s and stuff like right. that where teams are unscored upon. Right. You're right. They, uh, Coach Kevin Glover, he does a great job uh, with our elementary program. Uh, again, I – I talk about coaches, you know, the, the amount of support that we have from top to bottom. Um, it's, it's incredible. And we're, we're very blessed, very fortunate. Coach, you've got to, you know, when we look at big picture and all that kind of stuff, as far as landing at Middle Tennessee Christian School, how, how good of a, a moment has that been for you to, to be there and to have your feet on the ground in Murfreesboro, Tennessee? Oh, it's been great. It's been great. They've, they've been great to me. Um, they, I mean, it's been great. There's no complaints. You know, it's um, it's been a blessing. You know, it's a total God thing. You know, people ask me how I ended up here. I tell them I don't know, but I'm glad I did, and uh, and we've enjoyed it. So, Coach, when we we're going to talk one more time about this coming week. You want you want to know how big this is? This is how big it is. John Dinkins and Brian Bad are going to be there broadcasting the game for WGNS Radio. And not to say that no disrespect to, to, to you guys, but you don't get a lot of pub no, when it comes to I that kind it. of – Yeah. So, so I, I mean, that, yeah, that, that because, you know, obviously we have bigger schools around here and all that stuff, but a big feather in the cap of Middle Tennessee Christian School that you've got John Dingens and Brian Barrett going to be there Thursday night to broadcast that game. That's awesome. It's – it's a, I love that we – you know, we're, we play some pretty good football here too, and so I love that the kids are getting recognized. We're excited. Coach Colby Tackett with Middle Tennessee Christian School. Anything else you want to add as you head into the final week of the regular season? Uh, no. no I, I think you just about summed it all up. we got got a big week. Coach, wish you the best of luck. Once again, WGS Radio will be there. The kickoff's at 7 o'clock at Friendship Christian School. Best of luck to the Middle Tennessee Christian School. Coach, thank you a whole lot, and keep them rolling, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. Man, I think it's a definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, 
training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back in to MTCS Cougar Corner, presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, helping you get back in the game. If you're uh, injured on the sidelines or cheering from the stands, well, let the doctors and staff at TOA get you back in the game. Let's talk about um, a great run for Middle Tennessee Christian School in the Volleyball State Tournament. That's right, they got to the Volleyball State Tournament uh, 33-10 and 10, uh, after the win over Silverdale Baptist Academy. A straight set victory to get to uh, the Final Four for the first time in history in the state tournament. The Cougars um, playing host to BGA, Good Pasture, and Boyd Buchanan when the uh, Final Four kicked off on Tuesday. And just a, a big win. Anna Clay Shirley in the win over Silverdale had 14 kills and 14 digs, 14 kills, two blocks, and a dig for Lily Watson. Haley Hudson, 37 assists, five digs. Sloan Cantrell, 28 digs. Jesse Pierce, 12 digs and three aces. Jordan Johnson, six kills, a dig, and a block. Addison Burks with nine digs and an ace. Jada Burns with six kills, four digs. Bella Spry with a kill and three digs. And Bailey Culpepper with five digs and an ace. So we uh, go to the state tournament. And uh, what a great state tournament run for MTCS. After the uh, tough opening loss to BGA, 3-0, that put them uh, in the loser's bracket where they beat Boyd Buchanan 3-0 on Tuesday to stay alive. So, so uh, they were 1-1 one one going into the Final Four with Good Pasture and uh, lose 3-1 to one to Good Pasture. And uh, the season comes to an end in that one, finishing the season 34-12, and 12, the third-place finish in the state tournament uh, with the loss to Good Pasture. But 34 wins on the season is the second-highest win total in program history for Troy Bond and the Lady Cougars. Haley Hudson with 35 assists and 14 digs, 9 kills, 2 digs, and a block for Jordan Johnson. Jada Burns with 8 kills, 4 digs. Sloan Cantrell, 24 digs. Same for Addison Burks with an ace. Uh, Anna Clay Shirley with 7 kills, 16 digs, and an ace. Bella Spry with 6 kills, 7 digs, 6 kills, 4 digs, and a block for Lily Watson. 11 digs for Jesse Pierce and Bailey Culpepper with 3 aces and 3 digs in the uh, 3-1 loss to Good Pasture. But a final three finish in the state of Tennessee, a 34-12 record. Congrats to the Lady Cougars. All right, uh, what do we have coming up this week? Well, we've got, of course, elementary and 5th uh, and 6th grade football today. 
taking on Richland. Uh, also next week, girls' middle school soccer taking on Mount Juliet Christian Academy uh, at home, so at MTCS at 5 o'clock. Next Thursday, girls' middle school soccer will travel to Ezel Harding. And, of course, next Thursday, the football game at Friendship Christian. That is a Thursday night, 7 o'clock for the kickoff. WGNS will have that game on the air on Thursday night. John Dinkins and I are going to head to Friendship Christian and uh, bring you the game. So looking forward to that on Thursday. Hope you will listen. Hope you'll tell your friends you need to go. Be there. Be loud. Be proud. And um, what we will do is uh, have that game, of course. You can listen back to the podcast. We're hoping for a big victory and a region championship. So I uh, hope you'll join us on radio. And uh, if you can get out, you need to go and support these Cougars. It's a big one at Friendship Christian Academy. All right. That is going to do it here for our coaches' conversation here this morning on News Radio WGNS. Thank you so very much for joining us. I want to thank, of course, John Dinkins and Danny Brewer. Our producer has been Jackson Smith this morning. And uh, we'll see you back next Saturday morning for another edition of the Prentice Also Peating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner. Have a great one, everybody.